when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hello and welcome to Raptors Over Everything, a podcast for Yahoo Sports Canada. I'm your host, William Liu. Kawhi Leonard has uh, has just left the building and joining me to process this bittersweet moment. It's not bittersweet, actually. It's just bitter. What am I talking about? Uh, is Assad. What up? And Sahal. Yo, Pascal's averaging 40. Okay. 20, and, no, I'm joking. You're talking about those shooting percentages next year? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. Pascal will shoot 50% from the field. Um, all right, so let's let's start at the very beginning. Um, how did you guys find out about the news? Were you guys up late? Because for me personally, I had a great dinner. I came home at 1 o'clock. I passed out. Because it was actually mad hot outside like, last night in Toronto, I actually had worn, believe it or not, a Kawhi Leonard jersey oh. out, and then I passed out in that jersey. And so when wow. I woke up this morning and I, I saw like 100 texts on my phone, I was like, oh, this is great. We must have re-signed him. And then, nah. And so I had to take that thing off. Um, yeah, I respect I respect uh, Kawhi. But, I mean, how did you guys find out last night? Yo, so for me, so, like, I was wild. I was, like, I, I came home from ball after wearing my Kawhi Leonard Omnis <laughs> championship colors. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. God. Get a shower in, throw on the RJ Zion game. It gets called out for an earthquake. So then I throw on, like, cheers. Like, <laughs> I'm going through Cheers. I throw that on the TV. I knock out while watching it. Wait, bro, you watch and Cheers? Just, yeah, yo, I'm really bored. So I wake up, and I and I just wake up because I fall asleep on the couch. So, like, I woke up, and it's, like, whatever, 1 a.m. or whenever it was. And I'm like, all right, let me go up to bed and just go to sleep because I was literally ready to knock out. I'm exhausted for the entire day. As I'm walking up the stairs, getting ready to go into bed, I just see the freaking, uh, like, I just swipe on Twitter, and I see a Chris Haynes tweet. Nah. And I'm like, hold up. And, I like, since I'm on Twitter, the notification didn't come up, right? So I'm like, hold up. So then I check the account to make sure it's a real account. Then I see the Shams tweet. Then I see the Woj tweet. And I stayed up till 6 a.m. Oh. <laughs> Goddamn brutal. Oh, God. So well, how was your night? What would you do? Um, so I went out with a couple friends. Uh, went out to eat, came back home. I think it was around one or so. Yeah. Um, I was super bored, so I was like, normally when I'm super bored, I just either channel surf or I'll flip on FIFA, 2K, something like that. And I'm playing FIFA, and like the guy I'm playing with, uh, one of my close friends, he and like I've heard this over like the weeks where people are just like, or actually I should say over the days where people are just like, yo, Kawhi went here, and you know your friends are just playing with you and. And my friend just goes, hey, did you guys get that Chris Haynes tweet? And I'm like, oh. In the back of my head, I was thinking, that's the only guy I don't have on notifications. I have Mark Stein. I have Waj, Shams. <clears throat> I have Ramona Shelburne. But that's the only guy. So I was like, in the back of my head, I was like, this guy has to be lying. But 
It is what it is. I'm going to check regardless. Do my due mm. diligence. <sighs> <laughs> oh, All that. Um, yeah. Uh, so then I saw that. And by the time like that Chris Haynes tweet went out, by the time I opened up Twitter, wad shams, they were all over it. Um, saw people freaking out, people laughing hysterically. Um, I don't know. It was it was a weird feeling. Like, yo, there was nothing wilder. You guys saw it after the fact. There was nothing wilder than seeing that live because it was like a 45-second delay between the Kawhi Leonard tweets coming out mm. and then Woj drops that uh, Paul George has been traded. And mm-hmm. I thought when that tweet dropped, I thought, yo, someone's retweeting an old tweet. I'm like, wait, Paul George, wait, what the what the hell is going on here? Yeah. And then I refresh again, and it was literally like you – you just felt everybody's heads explode on Twitter. Like, it was absolutely nuts. Because, like, I don't think there's been a deal like this for a long time where there was, like, no precursor. Mm. Where we didn't know. Like, every single trade, like, especially in the Twitter era, it's like you always have rumblings or something that's coming out. So you have something to know that's coming. This one came out of nowhere. And the fact that it was a package was like, holy crap. And I was just like, it's stunned because like one second you're just like, all right, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard on the same team. And then you're like, Kawhi Leonard's not a Raptor. And then you're like, holy crap, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard on the same team. And they're like, holy crap, Kawhi Leonard's not a Raptor. Man. Oh, I, God. I mean, I, I guess we all knew this moment was coming. Like, okay, all right, all right, forget, forget that for a Why did it have to be the Clippers? Like, just of all teams, too. Like, I'm like, if, if he left for the Lakers to go to LeBron and AD, like, I'm like, I understand that. Honestly, but like the Clippers, man, like I I don't mind that. Look, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The fact that he only I just went missed to the, slandering the Clippers, man. The Clippers were great dude, material all year, again, and then they actually he got him. Like the fact that he only went to the Clippers because they got Paul George is is enough. Like that, that's just like dog. He, like legitimately, the Clippers were like, "Yo, we can give you imagination." He's like, "Nah, fuck that. I want I want Paul George." <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <laughs> they really talked about imagination. That was dying. We man. got all these draftings now. Fuck that. I want Paul George. <laughs> They're like, How oh, you, you got to play with Shea Gilgis, and it's like, mm, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm good with George That's Hill. What you got to do. You got to target. You got to target the players that are on teams that enjoy imagination. Like OKC enjoys imagination. They'll oh. trade their players for imagination any day. Boston loves trading their guys for imagination. <laughs> Those are the guys you can get. Yo, back back oh. to what Asad said earlier. I I really don't understand how this didn't get out earlier. That Paul George thing mm. was set in stone. How did no one pick up Kawhi calling up Paul George's camp and Paul George and trying to recruit him? I mean, we knew that, you know, Kawhi has, has probably had some interest in pairing with Kevin Durant before he made his decision. I mean, who wouldn't want to pair with, you know, one of the best basketball players ever? Um, but the fact that we just didn't know about this and it just hit us like a, a ton of bricks was was crazy. Um, I can only imagine the amount of groundwork all of these, you know, prominent, high-profile reporters were doing um, to get yeah, so, a scoop like that. So we know with, like, OKC, okay, like, especially, like, when KD and Russ were there, their PR department's, like, tight as hell. Like, they don't, yeah. they don't give the media any time with their guys. So they're always going to keep stuff close to the vest. Um, but I know that there were at least a couple of ESPN people in the last, like, day or two, which kept mentioning the Clippers – and I know Brian Windor said it a couple of times where it's like if the Clippers know if they could pair him with another star and he wouldn't mention anything else. Mm. And I feel like and I think Rachel said it. Uh, I think Rachel had a sports center hit after the deal went up and she said something about like how they had heard rumblings of this. 
but their reporters didn't have anything to actually report yet. So they're holding it. So I, I guess everybody is an REA Abraham, you know? So <laughs> you can't be RD ambition, bro. Yo, the funniest thing has been the fake reporters throughout this whole thing, man. Oh, man. Um, oh, my God. I mean, look, this whole process, like, I mean, first off, um, so exhausting. I mean, it, first off, it has been mad exhausting. Like, six days of this, plus, like, you know, obviously multiple months of sort of thinking about it and stuff. Like, yeah, you're right. Like, I, almost a little bit of me is, like, a little bit um, just relieved that it's over. But, I mean, at the same time, it's like, I don't even know what to believe. You know what I mean? Like, all the reporting and all the things that we worried about, like, all that was just BS, really. Because, like, you know, now this is, the real stories are coming out that it's like, Kawhi has been really set on the Clippers, and he's been trying to recruit... KD, which the KD thing surprised me because, you know, KD called him like a system player way back when. And I thought that players like this would kind of take it to heart and just would hold grudges over some small stuff like this. Apparently that didn't happen. He recruited KD. KD decided to go join Kyrie for some reason anyway. Um, And then, you know, he goes on to call Paul George. And apparently, according to Paul George, like, you know, Kawhi recruited him real hard. And, you know, they ultimately got the deal done. And it's like. You know, what What were we worrying about? We were tracking flights and, like, thinking whether or not, you know, based on the drag speed and, and, and the weight on the plane, like, whether or not it was empty or not because, you know, somehow you can calculate that with three people in the plane or zero. I, I, will I don't say, know. I will say the Just, one thing that's impressive is they, they got they got Kawhi through Pearson Airport without anybody snapping a pick of them. Yeah. Wow. That wow. I couldn't believe. That was the only thing yeah. that was like, okay, maybe he's not on that plane. Right? Yeah. But the fact that he got there, I was like, damn, he got to San Diego without anybody taking a picture of him? That's impressive. And then he got, and then he got photographed at like a random like Seven Eleven or whatever. Like, like what? analyzing snacks, bro. Yo, they were like, yo, the chips moved from here to here. Like, this whole process has There's been only insane. Three bags of Takis on the bottom left. That's, oh, and yo, that's actually what happened. But then, like, yo, and then at the end of the day, like, I just for the whole time I thought he's sort of stringing this whole thing out and he's gonna sign with the Raptors. I thought the Raptors are the best situation for him. But honestly, like, if I look at it now, like. The Clippers, now that they actually got that second star with them, like, I would say the Clippers are a better situation than the Raptors are. And I think Kawhi, for himself personally, he made the best choice for them. And it kind of sucks to say that, but, like, you know, Paul George is better than anyone else the Raptors were going to pair him with. And that includes Pascal, which, like, you know, we can have a conversation with Pascal later, but I just, uh, I just, uh, Again, like we look at basketball players and their decisions a little weird, but the fact of the matter was, wherever Kawhi decided to go, he was going to be a championship contender. So the basketball element yep. didn't really matter that much. So then you have to kind of look at it as like a human element. Like, yo, like a lot of us are like around the same age as Kawhi. Like, basically, this guy he lived at home, went to college at home, and then at what, 20, uh, 20, 21, moved out for the first time and basically spent seven years away working away from home, right? He's got two young kids. He spent seven years basically spending, what, like five to eight months away from home, all of his, like, family contact, stuff like that. So, realistically, like, the opportunity to be like, all right, I get the best work opportunity I can get, so Mm. I get to be happy at work, and I then get to focus on my life elements. Like, that was always going to be just, like, an obvious choice. So, there's nothing you can really say about, like, the guy going home. Like, yo, it is what it is. And really, like, it's kind of a pain. Like, you got two young kids. You want family traveling up to Toronto every, like, all yeah. the time. That's tough to do. 
And I'm sure his family were pulling him to like stay in LA this whole time. Oh, this yeah. whole remember, time, like, nobody in his much, family was much, telling him as to much go to money Clip as you have. Here. It's still a five hour flight, right? Like, why had yeah. to get to take a six a.m. flight to get to Toronto for midday? That's not like a one day, like oh here and back. Just hop over, can you take care of the kid for two hours. Mm. Yeah, I mean, so like, that was never really going to happen. I don't think. Um, once it became a long term deal, I think we were kind of screwed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Bro, man, it feels bad. It, it feels does bad. Feel bad. I don't know what else I to think, say. I, 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 I wanted to make a good podcast, sucks, but I feel bad. The part you know? that sucks the most is that like you don't get the you don't get to really have uh, uh what do you call that? Like uh victory lap. Yeah. Like the victory yeah. lap season is always a lot of fun. And yeah. we don't really get to have that anymore. Yeah. Uh, so that part sucks. But I think in terms of like bookending, like the, the We the North era, it's pretty fantastic. Oh yeah, no, no. Listen, man, I think everyone should feel good about what happened. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you go twenty four seasons, you finally win a title, you bang your head against a wall, you make this all in push. Like we talked about it at the time. I saw it. I remember you and I. We did a podcast like about a week after the, the quad trade happened. And we were talking about how the Raptors can win the title. And even if they don't, you got to make this all-in push to sort of make this whole run worth it. You know? And that's exactly what happened. Like, the best-case scenario, at least for the trade, possibly played out. And it's just, like, he decided to, to take his talents elsewhere. But, you know, like, you got to... I mean, the only thing that's it's going to suck about it is, like, like you mentioned, man. Like, it, it's not even not being able to defend the title. It's sort of just, like, the moment sort of that will feel a little bit strange. Like, when it's... The banner's going up there, and, like, Kawhi's not there, and, like, people are just going to shift the focus away from the Raptors to Kawhi, even though I think everyone in Toronto should and will probably just appreciate the title for what it is, and, you know. Yeah. And um, I do think I do think one thing yeah. that's going to set in a little bit later is, um, like, now that, like, Toronto has a championship, now that you've won a title, like, that every, that incessant need every year to prove yourself to everybody, to prove yourself to, the, oh, the American media or... Oh, we need outside approval and stuff. That's not going to be there anymore. Like, it's really not going to be there as much because you'll always have like this title to fall back on. Well, that's like, what that's I hope like, for, man. You're gonna, that's what like, I hope. It'll be like partway through the season next year. I think is going to hit for everybody. Like, it hit for me already. But like, you're going to be going to Toronto Raptor games. And you're going to be watching a good team that has a chance to win every single night. Mm-hmm. And you like the guys that are on the team. And that's really all you want. Like, you won the title. You got this big parade. You've done all the high end stuff. And now it's like, yo, I can go and watch a good game of basketball where the team I'm rooting for can win every night. That's all you really want. And I can afford to go to Scotiabank Arena. This yeah. is another thing. I can finally afford to get yeah, yeah. That might take a year or so. They said they got... <laughs> no, but honestly, guys, the, 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 th- the thing about this, and I, and I feel like a lot of Raptors fans feel the same, where you're okay with it. I mean, there is probably a minority where you're totally angry, you're borderline burning Kawhi jersey uh, mentality but I feel like the majority of us are, are okay with it um, considering all the circumstances the only part that just hurts and Assad mentioned this like very briefly is just the fact that the core of this team was mm-hmm. built to go one more year yeah. um, that's that's the only part that hurts I mean Lowry has, has his final year in his contract Lowry didn't look I feel like if we load manage Lowry whether or not Kawhi Leonard is here um He's still going to be an effective player in this league. Siakam's growing. Yep. I mean, this core is built to go win another trophy, you know, for at least one more season. Yeah, look so, at the East, man. We would have gone out of the East easily. Like, yeah, easily. Sure, that, the East sure. sucks right now. 
And and then when when that news came out um, that he wanted a long term contract, I think that's that's just when it clicked with me where it was like, yeah, probably not the front runners for this guy anymore. Like he's not gonna live here for five years. Yeah. So like even in our even in like wildest dreams, like he was only gonna be here for two or three years, right? Mm-hmm. Like there was never gonna be a scenario where he's gonna be here for five years. So like. And even then, like looking at like, how are you going to offer a five-year deal to a guy when your team only has a year left? Yeah, no, I mean, so, it is what it is, you know. Like that I, I think, it, I, think like, I agree. I think he made the best decision for himself. It is, it's, it's tough to hear, but it's true. Goddamn basketball terminator, man. Hey, man, listen. <laughs> the worst. That, that part man of was a raptor. That man was a raptor. That, well, thankfully, he's at least gone west, so we only have to play him like twice a year, and he might load manage one of those games. Oh man. <laughs> So we only need it. We only need to see him like, like, punching through Siakam's chest like once a season. So I but just want to clarify. Really, oh, really it's going to be so bad, guys. I want to clarify really quickly the the Danny Green two year thirty million for the Lakers that takes them out of the running for a max slot. I'm assuming so they can't get that third star anymore. They already no. used up all their money, man. They gave uh, KCP two years, sixteen million with a player option. Yeah. They gave Javale McGee two years, eight million. They Cook. gave um, Troy Dan- uh, not Troy Daniels, Quinn Cook two years yeah. at six million each. I think two years, twelve million, two years, six million, two years, six, six million. million. So three yeah. million a year. They used up all their cash space on garbage dudes and Danny Yo, Green. Lakers gonna suck, man. But I mean, oh. I'm happy for Danny though. Uh, you know, th- this is not the podcast f- to to celebrate Danny too much. But I'm at least happy that he got to land in a, a good spot where he can sort of still be on a playoff team and still continue his media uh, career and stuff. And plus, he got good money too. So I'm and happy plus, for when you really play for the Lakers, you get paid afterwards. Like Lakers dudes, like their role players always team send, tend to get paid after they leave the Lakers. Mm. Which is look at Jody Meeks. Like, no, I'm kidding. Jody Meeks, Trevor Ariza, <laughs> um, what are Jeremy Lin. No. Jeremy <laughs> Lin. Uh, no, Shannon Brown got a massive paycheck too after the Lakers. R- Ramon Sessions got a massive paycheck. That that is just Hornet, Lane, actually. So like, like Danny Green's probably bought himself. Like I don't know if there's an option on that deal, mm. but after that deal, he's probably bought himself another three year contract at like fifteen twenty million minimum. Right. So yeah, he'll 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 make out well. So I'm not I'm happy for Danny in that sense, and he was great while he was here. Yo, he shot 45.5% this season for 80 games from deep. That's, That's insane. Had, dude, I almost bought Pumas. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't really go that far. Yeah, you're wild. Yeah, I, I got two pairs of New Balance. One I'm going to throw out because that one just got destroyed in the uh, in the celebration in the locker room. But uh, the other one I'm going to keep. But that's that's as far as I'll go. That's as far as I'll go, man. I, I do wonder Pumas. what's going to happen to New Balance now because I don't know if they're going to sell out gear as fast. But then again, LA is a whole bandwagon city anyway, so yeah. they might just do it. Who knows? Um, all right, let me ask you this: what's what's the legacy Kawhi leaves behind in Toronto? Oh, oh he's just, he's a superhero, man. Yeah, he's That's legitimately a superhero. Like he might not he might not be your franchise guy. He might not be like the dude that you know everybody's gonna like love. Like in terms of like heartfelt and nostalgia but like you're just that's the dude that's the guy like you can never say a word to him when he comes here no never and like that's the dude you can always point to and you just like the only thing you can say when you see him is thank you yep yeah i mean yo you, you, the thing you gotta you gotta think about it this way um 
uh, rewind last year before we got Kawhi Leonard. Like we were mm-hmm. coming off an embarrassing playoff loss. Um, we got swept. I Which mean, year? We were Lebronto. Yeah, yeah. Which year are you talking about? I mean. And the, the sorry. Which year are you talking about? The embarrassing playoff loss we were coming off of. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one, man. That's a good one to stop. <laughs> It's the saddest podcast we've ever done together. This is really sad, but honestly, like it, the phrase "beyond your wildest imagination." If someone told you mm. after that playoff series last year, next year we're going to be champions, you yeah. wouldn't believe them. Like it's literally beyond your wildest imagination. I mean, Toronto, we don't win much in this city, and the Raptors, we've always had that. You know that that little feeling in the back of our heads where it's like, you know, we're we're gonna be good, but we we quite literally may never get there. You know, we may never prove ourselves. And this guy came out of nowhere like a legitimate superhero, yeah. and elevated us to a standard and to a level that we've never seen on the Toronto basketball scene. Um, and considering that we've actually been a very competitive team in the last half decade or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the new level he took us to and, and the way he did it. I mean, this one of the best playoff performances of all time. I mean, he was literally Michael Jordan. He was Michael Jordan. Literally. And and for the back half of it, he was on one leg. And people were forgetting that we did this in our first finals. This wasn't like yeah. a thing where we've got here before, you know, we've took a couple L's, got a bounce back. No, like this was our first yeah. one. And we and made that shit up on like the fly, a, man. That that yeah, shit was wasn't made up a on the fly. Season, like it wasn't a perfect season. Like things, a lot of things that could have gone wrong just went wrong. Like dudes, like our regular season, like basically we we like the maximum amount of continuity we could get, we couldn't get. Dudes were injured consistently. Kawhi misses games. Kyle misses games. They don't miss games at the same time. Trades, trades happen. We change our entire team at the trade deadline, basically yep. into a different identity. And then in the playoffs, like we consistently have like two to three key guys struggle every series. Yeah. And it's like we are literally just getting by by the slimmest of margins. And it's just this one dude who's just like making magic happen in like. Yo, what? Well, we just signed Stanley Johnson. What? The yeah, Kawhi two years, stopper? 7.5 million. Okay, let's go, yo. We're going to the finals. All right. Wow. Kawhi stopper. We got a Stanley second OG. Johnson, this is baby. great. <laughs> All right. All right, two years, seven point five million. Yo, Shams bomb. You're yeah. joking. This is this is what Masai been working on. The, the plan B was this. Yo, we went for Kawhi to Stanley Johnson. Oh my god. Oh my god. We just signed compliments brand OG and Snowbe. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um. Uh, back to what we were saying, though. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, Stanley Johnson of all people now. I'm and sorry, okay, Stanley. Yeah, this I'm is, sorry. This is a dog. great moment to realize, like, this was a franchise where we all were really, 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 really freaking happy when we landed Damari Carroll. Oh, we were thrilled. I, I was like, thrilled. I was thrilled. I said like this was equivalent to the the Warriors getting Andre Godala. Not not in the sense that that would complete the title. I just mean like he'd be on that level and uh, he was on like, a Stanley Johnson level. But yo, honestly though, in a in a different era, like I would be thrilled to get Stanley Johnson on a two year seven point five mil deal. I would be thrilled, dude. In a different era, getting Marcus Hall at the trade deadline would be like a franchise changing changing move. Like we would be like hailing that guy like he was like mm. the next great that was going to lead us forward, yeah. right? Other than being like you know a veteran big to just kind of help ease the thing, but it was yeah. like 
like you'd be if this was the Toronto Raptors roster without Kawhi Leonard knowing about Kawhi Leonard like four or five years ago, you'd be like, oh yeah, we got a shot. This is like a really good roster. This would be like yeah. a top Toronto, like historically, this would be like a top yeah. tier oh, yeah. Toronto Raptor roster. Yep, that's I mean, nuts to think about. Back to his legacy, really quickly, guys. Like we talk a lot about the short term and what Kawhi did, his playoff run, this and that, and you know, elevating the guys around him and. You know, all the little moments in between, his laugh and all this, all these things, you know, along the whole journey. But the long-term effects it's going to have on the city of Toronto mm. is huge. I mean, I'm seeing videos every day of people's toddlers, mm-hmm. you know. It's, it's just like, it's, I can't, you can't really put into words, like, what he did for the city, which sounds really corny, but it's, it's the truth. No, it's true. It's yeah, absolutely like go, true. He inspired the next generation of basketball, which is exactly what Canada needed. And that's Wait. and that's what's gonna happen. You're gonna remember this in free agency ten years from now, fifteen mm-hmm. years from now, yeah. when yeah. it's gonna be like a homegrown guy from Toronto who's one of the top free agents, and we're the guy stealing him from a other another franchise because he wants to come home. You talking about Giannis? What it's gonna come down to, huh? You talking about Giannis? Yeah, Giannis is next year, man. That's it. Oh, Giannis man. is going. <laughs> but yeah, like yeah, it's true. It's true. Like really, like this. Playoff run, like the guys who like talked about it. You heard R.J. Barrett mm-hmm. talk about it, right? You saw you saw Jamal Murray talk about it. I don't even know if Jamal Murray was a Raptor fan growing up, right? I don't. Is there something out that he didn't care, or was that someone else I'm thinking of? Nah, nah. Well, no, that's a Raptor uh, fan. I think, I'm, I think I'm, I'm thinking of the Who's guy who was on the. Who was the guy on the Yahoo Sports stream? Uh crap! Forgot the Canadian. Well, Tyler Ennis. Tyler Ennis, yeah. He wasn't a Raptor fan. Was he not? One of the Toronto guys wasn't a Raptor fan growing up. Anyways, whatever. Either way, like, you got these guys coming up, and it's like, okay, like, these are the guys that you're going to appeal to when they're in their seventh or eighth year coming off a of max deal that were, were struggling on a team where they're just like, you know what, screw it, I want to go home. And then, like, every single year, and I tweeted this, every single year you have more and more Canadians in the NBA draft, right? Yeah. You have more and more international players who are top-tier level prospects mm-hmm. that are in the draft. And these are the guys who are not going to have the American exceptionalism to be like, ah, I don't want to cross the border because they already have crossed the border. Yeah. Right. So these are the dudes that you can then like pitch Toronto to and be like, hey, like this is the equivalent of an L.A. or a New York to play in. Yeah. And just the fact that Kawhi, like the fact that we survived with no other, like without being told that, hey, you're out until the sixth. Mm hmm. Versus two L.A. teams because Kawhi's options were what? He wanted to take meetings with L.A., L.A., New York, and Toronto. Yeah. And the fact that you're in that conversation, like as a market, that means that, A, one, you prove at the basics, like, okay, this guy was here for a year and realized, yo, this is a market. So to think, like, I saw a couple tweets of people saying, it's like, oh, this proves the free agents will never come to us. I don't think that proves that at all. Nah. I think that's the opposite effect. Like, I, I think, honestly, if we're talking about Kawhi's legacy, like, two things. One, he showed, like, this city, first off, like, this is what it means to have a superstar. And at least now we've seen it. We've seen it up close. We know what it feels like. We, And, you know, we don't have to talk ourselves into this guy being this or this guy being that. Like, we know what the actual superstar looks like. And I think we also know the feeling of winning now. And so we're not going to be as insecure as you mentioned. But also, like, I, I think... If you're a free agent, like if if you're Masai going to free agency pitches and stuff like that, this is one thing you could talk about. Like, hey, listen, if you're good enough, and if you play, 
both ends of the floor as well as someone like Kawhi Leonard, which is a very high standard. But if you are on that level, this is what you yeah. can expect to receive. Like I said it during the uh, you know the podcast leading up to this. Like you don't think other free agents looked at Toronto and said, "Damn, I wish I was in Kawhi's shoes." Like that could be you, Stanley Johnson. That could be. <laughs> <laughs> Such a bad time for that signing. Yo, why Stanley Johnson now? I mean, you know, that, that's at least that's <sighs> we know Masai Masai's work, and I love that about Masai Ujiri. Like he's just working around the clock to. Well, do I whatever. guess you need to get Stanley Johnson on the summer league roster, right? <laughs> Yo, oh. he he needs to play that. He needs to be there, <laughs> oh even after God. four seasons. He needs to be in summer league. Uh, but yeah. I mean, you know, this is something we could build off of for sure. And, yeah, you know, Masai, Masai, Masai talked about it too. Like, in, in that, like, hour-long press conference he had, he talked about how, you know, you're going to have the Vince Carter era, you're going to have the Chris Bosh era, you're going to have, yeah. like, the Kyle Namar era. Actually, Chris Bosh era wasn't really an era. Nobody really wanted to be like Chris Bosh that bad. Um, and you have, you know, the Kyle Namar era, and now you're going to have the Kawhi effect. You know what I mean? You're going to have the Kawhi effect. And people are going to people are going to want to... Um, I don't even know, man. Yo, I'm gutted, dog. <laughs> I feel bad, man. <laughs> can't even finish his sentence. <laughs> um, Masai Ujiri is still running the franchise. For yeah. anybody that's feeling down and listening to this, Masai Ujiri is still running the Toronto Raptors as of Saturday, July 6th. Um, yo, by the way, what did you guys make of the reporting that... Uh, well, I mean, Woj kind of walked it back because he kind of sent on a second tweet being like, actually, I don't think the Raptors could have gotten um, Paul George out of this whole situation. I think that uh, it was always going to be the Clippers in this situation with all their picks. But what do you guys think of the idea that, you know, Masai was like, you had to give up Pascal and Masai said no? Okay, that's really stupid because the deal, the deal that's been reported is like that we would have to take on Russ and PG, and that's not an offer. Like, yo, that's that's like $75 million in salary matching. And the piece they want back as a centerpiece is Pascal, which is like what, like $1.6 million in salary hit. So you have to make yeah. so now you have to make up $73 million to salary match that deal. So it's like Kyle plus Surge plus I, I don't even know. Like, like yo, Fred? Like you have to you have like, to include what? two of Kyle, Surge, and Mark. You have to include two of those dudes. Yeah. And then you have to then include Fred like Norm. Fred. Or Norm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like one of those dudes. So then, like, what are you left with as a team after that? Like, A, it's like at that point you're not running it back anyways, even if Kawhi comes back. You're not running it back because you don't have the same roster. Now you have a roster of what? Russ, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, one of Marc Gasol and Serge Ibaka, and OG Ananobi. Yeah, that's... A, that's. A... And then maybe you get Danny Green back on the cheap because you're going to be pretty close to the cap at that point, like in luxury tax. You're still going to be in luxury tax. You're probably mm-hmm. not even getting Danny Green. And and yeah, and in, and yeah, you're not gonna get Danny Green because he's gonna get a fifteen, fifteen to sixteen million dollar deal with either the Mavs or the Lakers at that point. Yeah, and now so that's your five man roster up front, of which <laughs> Russ has like the same number of years Kawhi would have at that point, just on a ridiculous salary number and as a depreciating asset that no one is gonna trade for. Wait, so you you don't also watch I hate watching Russ play basketball. I'm not gonna. And lie. then Paul George, and then Paul George, you have Paul George under team control for what two years? Yeah, that's it. Because I think the last year of his deal is a player option, so you get two years of Paul George out of it. You get Kawhi under contract if that even means anything, really. Because if the team goes downhill, he's probably moving on, and that's if he decides to come back. Because he never, from what the reporting is said, at least he never guaranteed that, that he would come back. Yeah, based on that deal, right? It was just a matter of who would have the best team. 
Yeah, and the contingent also is them, them all fitting together. I mean, yeah, and like we we've seen what Russ and like we've seen what Russ and PG look like on a basketball court. We yeah. see what Russ and KD look like on a basketball court. We yeah. see what Russ Harden and KD look like on a basketball court. Yeah, like and that's your point guard. Pairing two superstars with Russell Westbrook is yikes. Oh, it's probably just not a road. I mean, in 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 two K, sure, in, in, but. And the thing is, like that team that I just mentioned, is that really going to beat the Bucks or the nah. like the Bucks or the Sixers like outright? Nah, nah, right? Like, and since you've gutted your depth, like, are you even going to beat the freaking Lakers? Nah, yeah, nah, yeah, yeah. We, that, that trade was that that was that, first of all that trade was never on the table, and second of all that I, even if it was on the table, it's that, an impossible you don't deal. You're trying to you're trying to go seventy five million for seventy five million, and the core piece you're trading now is only worth one point six. Like that salary matching is impossible. Yeah, and on top of that, they wanted draft picks, like all oh, the draft picks. Draft yeah, so. like that's not a deal. That's just like I right, thanks for calling. Yeah, <laughs> like yikes. It would be hilarious if we did that deal and OKC beat us. That would be hilarious. The one thing that I think is really funny is that uh, <laughs> I think there was a report out. I think no, there was not a report, but Zach Lowe was just speculating. And he said, like, all these draft picks that the Thunder do have now, they could potentially use those to get Beal out of Washington. Oh, my God. <laughs> which would God. mean trapping Bradley, <laughs> trapping Bradley Beal with Russell Westbrook. Uh, oh, from one John Wall to another. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, yeah, people got to be more careful with the supermax, man. Like I, John Wall makes a supermax, and like Chris Paul makes a supermax, and like um, Russell Westbrook makes a super, like none of these yeah, guys. So really, like man. we just we don't need Pascal on an All NBA team, guys. Just relax. Yeah, yeah. We, we guy, don't, don't vote them All NBA. Fair though, like I mean, it's easy to say now that John Wall shouldn't have got the supermax, but like. I mean, when that guy was, well, I think it was fairly easy to say then too. Like, you look at the, you, like everybody as oh. soon as that deal was signed, everyone was like, "Oh man," like I get it, but damn, <laughs> you gotta pay that guy fifty million when he's thirty-five, even if he didn't get tears Achilles. Like, yeah. bad knees, John Wall, who does not have a jump shot. Yeah, you yeah, pay 30, yeah. fifty million to thirty-five. Oh man, yeah, I totally. I, I just I forgot about that part. <laughs> <laughs> With a player option? With a player option. (laughs) Yo, rest in peace, Ernie Grunfeld, man. Made a lot of great content for Pound the Rock. Anyway, um, favorite Kawhi memories. Let's just go go off the top. Favorite Kawhi memories. It doesn't have to be the big ones. It could be small ones. Um, I'll get it started. Remember uh, preseason against... Like, honestly, I, first of all, I didn't think Kawhi was going to play that much of preseason. Because it seemed like, at the time, people were like, I don't even know if he's going to be healthy or whatever. And this and that. And then you finally see him play, and you're just like, this guy is just different, man. And, like, he was going, like, maybe 20% at the time. And regular season, maybe going 50%. The playoffs, he was going 100 But, like, even 20% of Kawhi, like, just getting fouled nonstop by Portland because he was so strong. And I'm just like, this guy, uh, this guy is going to be good. This guy's going to be good. So give me some more Kawhi moments. Asad, do you want to go? Uh, well, I got to think about it because it's definitely not him, like, <laughs> mean mugging Paul George in the post anymore. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of obviously good on-court ones that a lot of people remember. The game winners. I mean, the one probably the best. No, I'd say most definitely the best game winner of all time in Raptors history. Against oh, the yeah. Um, 
I mean, there's a lot of encore moments. We could go on for days. The left-handed dunk against mm. the Bucks. Yep. Um, his playoff performance and the in the game clinching one and the championship. I mean, there's so many. But bro, I mean, Utah in the regular season when he had that reverse layup, didn't even oh, use backboard. He just spun the ball over Rudy Gobert. Forty-seven points on just twos and ones. <laughs> we have to mention. We have to mention the laugh. I know, like that's the, yeah, yeah. but the the laugh, like it, it completely it took over. I mean, uh, and then he embraced it, which was the coolest part during the Raptors yeah. parade at, at Nathan Phillips Square, um, which is really cool to see. Um, you know when you know that remember that time, guys, a couple weeks ago when we all thought Kawhi was staying in Toronto. No, you okay. Uh, Three million people in the parade. Kawhi was bro. like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave." That's brutal. Three million people. Yo, that's one tenth of Canada's whole population. <laughs> <laughs> he left. He took his chip with a dip, and he. De- no, but that. that I, Damn, I think that's the why you put that out there. About Kawhi is the fact that he was here for such a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. There's so many, you know, memories that we made with with. You know, just so many things that come to mind. They're gonna to come to mind like in the next few months until the season starts. I mean, there were there were more. Co- the thing is, there were more moments in this season than there were like in twenty four years of history. Like the, that, this was yeah. this is like the entirety of like my memory of Toronto Raptors history. This is the pinnacle. Like I just don't care about the rest of it anymore. Like I love Demar, but I literally don't remember any of it anymore because this season was like so much goddamn better than all that. Yeah. What yeah. about um, oh I, I thought I just I just one really good memory just hit me. You guys remember the Brooklyn game? Mm. And oh, I'm gonna butcher this guy's name. This Brooklyn European uh, small forward, Rodion's. Oh yeah, oh Rodion's Scroots. What yeah. shouldered him? The periodic table. And Kawhi pushed him, and he went flying, and it was like <laughs> the lightest push. Like this is when it hit me that Kawhi might be the strongest guy in the NBA. Like yo, officially hit me. Kawhi, Kawhi making Kevon Looney look like a stunt double was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he just broke like, him. Like, he, he dislocated his entire arm from his body. He snapped him like, like a bionicle, man. He literally treated him like Rey Mysterio. That that wasn't cool at all from Kawhi Leonard. I don't know what. Oh, Kawhi, man. I, I literally have never seen a dude stronger than Kawhi. No. On basketball. He is, he is literally a semi-truck. Like He is a he is an F-150. Yeah. Yo, you he, remember... is a, he literally is a Chevy Tahoe. I'm pretty sure he just ate his Chevy Tahoe. <laughs> um, I, I, it was it came in a loss to the Celtics, but I remember late in that game when it was like Kawhi was the only guy scoring, and it was Kawhi versus Kyrie basically. And there's one play where Marcus Martin literally was had two hands dragging on his shoulder, and he still just went up and literally just took sm- like Marcus into the air and completed an and one. Yeah. <laughs> made him look like Isaiah Thomas. And yo, for real. He was like, yo, LeBron, take me to the finals with you. <laughs> Marcus Smart is actually a very strong guy. Pound for I know. Pound. <laughs> He's like 240, man. Yeah. <sighs> oh, my God. Nah, man. It's, it's too many good memories, man. That 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 post-game interview, post-championship, uh, Rachel Nichols and... Um, and, and Kyle Lowry, like the, just all the interactions there, man, just amazing, man. The obviously, how hungry are you with Surge? What it do, baby, is like literally. I I don't know how to unsay it. I keep saying it to people. What it do, baby? That's how I start conversations now. Yeah, it's great. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, you already know. 
No, I'm gonna miss it, man. I'm gonna miss the friendship with Surge. Like it's like it's such a genuine thing, you know. Like, uh, what's that? What's that? New Balance? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. What, what is that? New, is, is that, that Burberry? Burberry? This ain't no Burberry. It's New Balance. Oh, that's that New Balance. Oh, uh, great stuff, man. Great stuff. Yeah. No, it was a great <sighs> year, man. It was a great year, and you know, you get you get a championship out of it. You get a lifetime of moments. You get. Um, you got Kawhi Leonard for a year. That's a gift. That's a real gift. And, like, yo, the man fully honored his contract. You know what I mean? Like, he did everything right. Um, and, I, I, you know, for me personally, I'm just going to root for him for the rest of my career. Like, for his career. Yeah. Like, I'm just – I'm always going to want to root for Kawhi Leonard. Like, he did everything right for the city. And um, it sucks that he, he had to go. Uh, it sucks that, like, we as a franchise, as, as a city, you know, whatever, like – we threw everything possible at the guy. Like, we literally was like, yo, here's a free trip to Barbados and a condo. And, like, you could eat at, like, Smoke's Poutine. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you could eat at Osmo's. Like, whatever. You can do everything you want in this city. And he was like, yeah, it's just not home. And, you know, it just is what it is. But um, And at yeah. the end of the day, like, the fact of the matter is, it was like, it wasn't a Toronto. Like, Kawhi Leonard is just too good of a player to be beholden to one franchise. Like, him, KD, LeBron, like, once you're that level of guy, yeah. like you're not an all-star. You're not just a star. You're like the guy in the league where it's yeah. like literally nobody can stop you from doing what you want to do. Those players in the new NBA are never going to be beholden to one franchise. It just doesn't make sense for their careers. It doesn't make sense for how team building works anymore. Mm-hmm. And like just given how punitive luxury tax is and repeater taxes, it's impossible to keep those players. So to be able to even have a player for one year, of that level and be and have a team to be able to see if you can get that championship. That's that in itself is a success. And the fact that we won a ring, that's incredible. And I'm just happy that like you, we get the chance. Like there are so many franchises in the league, which have never had a player of the quality of Kawhi Leonard. And we got that. Yeah. I mean, in terms of pure quality of a player, Kawhi Leonard you know, quite literally may be one of the best players to ever play in, like, in NBA history. In terms of like pure quality, and I know there's obviously people with, with greater legacies as of now, and you know, Kawhi wouldn't crack a lot of you know, top 15s, top whatever. Not yet, at least. Yeah, not yet, at least. But, I mean, Give it a year. <laughs> in terms of pure talent, I mean, Kawhi's it. Nah, he's, he's like the most complete basketball player I've I've seen, and, and he's terrifying. Like, did you guys see that one like uh, Photoshop that had all the duos on it? And yeah. like, you see Kawhi in a Clippers jersey, and you see KD in a Brooklyn jersey. Like, those two guys are just like they just legitimately terrifying to not yeah. be on your team. They're just like like you can't do anything to them. They're absolutely they're just there's a different tier, and that tier of guys is just like. Like, they're the most terrifying basketball players to see on a court, ever. Most definitely. Unstoppable, man. Unstoppable players. And he was, it was, he was in a Raptors uniform, you know? Yeah. I, I, I hope the Kawhi Leonard um, jerseys never go on sale. Raptors jerseys never go on There's sale. No but chance. if they do, you, you got to buy them, it. I mean, if anything, they, they're, they're historical artifacts. I mean, I'm trying yes. to keep If I own a Kawhi Leonard jersey, I'm trying to keep it. I don't... I don't I mean, the, the value is only going to rise. I mean, it's one of those things that 20 years from now, you think to yourself, why did I sell that? Yeah. You 
No, listen, a Kawhi jersey is the reminder of the championship. And honestly, like, we're not going to get a championship in Toronto for a long time. That's not me oh. being negative. It's just appreciation of how difficult this was, right? Like, you think about just one Masai took over in 2013. The roster he had was, like, Rudy Gay and Andre Bonani. And he had to make all these little marginal moves to get there. You know what I mean? Like, you're getting uh, a pick out of Barnani that eventually goes in that um, Leonard trade. And you're getting DeMar, who... You know, at the time, he wasn't even that much of a prospect. And, like, you know, at least to me, I just never really thought DeMar had that level in him. And then you trade Rudy Gay, and then all of a sudden DeMar gets in the situation where he blossoms and he gets into that trade. And you got to get the assets in place to do, you know, that um, that Marcus Gasol trade because you wouldn't do it without him. And you got to get the assets in place to get Serge Ibaka and, and all these other pieces. Then you got to draft Pascal 27th and then somehow. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. I'll let him grow into this and get a G League team and Fred's got to be unsigned. Like all the things that it took to actually get to this point, like it just, it's really, really freaking hard to win a title, especially if you're not a destination city where free agents will just walk into your organization and you can win like Miami or eventually Los Angeles. And it's like, if you are not one of those cities, you got to do everything right. And so, you know, you got to just really like, appreciate it, man. You got to appreciate this title. Like, it is not even a special about, title. It's not even about being those cities. It's like, if you don't actually have the history of winning titles, yeah. like it's not gonna, you're not going to ha- have that. Also, like, every single title is won by a top five guy. Like, the, like, like yeah. the superstar. You need a superstar to win a title. Like, people compare this Raptor team to, like, the Detroit team. No. No. Kawhi's like, way even, better than anybody on Dallas that team. Like, even that Dallas team, it doesn't yeah, really compare. Way better Dirk than Dirk. was never like the superstar of the league. He, he was wasn't that really finals run, though. He, he wasn't that playoff run. I thought, I thought like, Dirk was superstar run, level. playoff run, he was like absolutely insane. Yeah. Right? But he was never like the super superstar. Like, you really, really, really need a superstar. And then, like, if you really think about it, what like Masai did over seven years was like, if you guys remember the old 2K games, like to make a trade work, like you, you'd start with like a crap franchise, and you trade like the best player on that franchise would be kind of crappy for a slightly better guy, because the computer AI would allow it, and then you just keep making these trades for marginally better dudes yeah. until you finally had like Kobe on your team or LeBron on your team, yeah. because the CPU would let you make that trade, and like that's basically what you have to do as a franchise, but you have to do it like it takes forever. So to get back there is gonna be like. It might never happen. It might happen right away. Who knows? But it's not something that happens often. So, like, honestly, run this season back as many times as you want. Download every single video off of YouTube. Yo. Save it to your hard Make sure you get 2K and NBA Live this year. 
Oh yeah, make sure. Right. And just like you know, just memorize every single moment of this because you don't know when it'll come back again. Yeah. I mean, and, and if anything, I feel like this is more of a reason for the people out there, you know, Toronto Raptors fans. Whether you're a casual or you're a diehard, it, it honestly doesn't matter. I feel like this Kawhi Leonard leaving should be more of a reason for you to get some more championship merch or get some championship merch if you yeah. haven't already. Um, get something. I mean, um, all our, all of our good friend Alex Wong, like he he released a pretty cool book with Sean Sean Woodley, a nice commemorative Raptors championship book. And there's a Go bunch of that. things out there like that. I mean. I know people who have the, the the newspapers from the championship day and they're treasuring it like it's gold and they should. I mean, this is something that you know the city should should embrace and, and hold on to for for quite a while. And even though Kawhi Leonard's not on your team anymore, those moments are always gonna be in Raptor jerseys, right? Yep. The first and only game seven buzzer beater is in a Raptor uniform in Toronto with the crowd going crazy. You get that. That's yeah. that's ours forever. Yeah. So, are we, are we getting a thirty for thirty, guys? We should, man. Honestly, we should. Like the, the, I mean, I don't know if Toronto will ever get like. I mean, this is not like me putting on a tinfoil hat or anything. I just don't think Toronto will ever get that kind of love from ESPN. Yeah. But like, the Raptors deserve it, man. Like this title was crazy. Like it's just it came like coming into the season. I don't even think the Raptors were like even close to title favorites, you know. And that's with Kawhi on the team. But people even think of Kawhi like that. You know, like Kawhi himself talked about how this is like the most fun season for him. Like for him to come back from only playing nine games, get out of San Antonio and the situation, then win the title. Like it's just a crazy, crazy year for him. And, you know, he said this is the most fun year he's ever had in his career. And like, all right, he had his fun and he's going to go home. But like, you know, I'm sure he's going to remember Toronto finally as well, even though he dipped. <laughs> it's been a fever dream. And that's insane. You like think he was actually on a tour to see everything in Toronto? Oh, 100%. 100%. Dude, okay. Part of it was I think he was just trying to convince uh, his girlfriend that, hey, you know, this place ain't that bad. <laughs> but, yeah, he got his tour. He saw everything he needed to see. I don't know. I don't think he's coming back up for Caravan. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. But uh, that's Come not going to happen. Well, you think his girl's not going to let him do that? Yeah. Oh, that's true. He's got two but, kids. But, yeah, like, I do think, man, it's really wild. Like, I, I remember the day the deal went through. That night, I woke up for no reason. I woke up in the middle of the night for no reason, and I see my phone, and I just start seeing, like, tweets. Mm. And then I stayed up from, like, 4 a.m. till 6 a.m., 7 a.m. until the deal was final. I think at 9 was when the final details came out, right? Full details? Yep. So to go from that, where I just randomly woke up for that moment to see it live, to then be randomly woken up for the moment when Kawhi was announced to leave... That's that's wild. It's been an entire fever dream. I still expect to just like wake up on July nineteenth, twenty eighteen, again from like a dream and be like, "Oh, none of this shit happened." I mean, it did feel like a dream, man. It really did feel like a dream. Thing took four bounces, bro. It's physically impossible. I, yo, the first bounce, he like it was a it was a hard miss. He went so high. <laughs> like I would say, like maybe twenty percent of the ball was over the rim, and eighty percent of the ball was off the rim. And I don't know how the backsplitter got. I mean, I don't know. That was basketball gods. That was basketball gods right there. Yo, by the way, Bleacher Report just put out a, a photo, a Photoshop of LeBron, AD, KCP, Danny Green, and JaVale McGee. That. This team is not doing much, man. I'm sorry. Like, so screwed. Thank you. Yo, when you put it like thing. this, this looks so terrible. Happy. Thank you, Kawhi, 
for at least letting us clown the hell out of LeBron and the Lakers for the next two years. By the way, hot take, I don't think LeBron finished his contract with the Lakers. I think they're going to trade him. They trade LeBron. Hashtag trade LeBron. Start that now. Mm. Well, when AD leaves them, I mean, that's, you know, that's going to be their best only way to recoup some uh, some draft picks. But, um, yeah, look, man, Kawhi's gone. It's gone, you know. Yo, by the way, all the listeners to this podcast right now, please continue to watch the Raptors and listen to podcasts and read articles and engage with social content, watch videos, you know, because there will still be the Raptors. And and please, please still consume Raptors content. Anyway, that's just my disclaimer for my own personal career. Thank you. Um, yeah, Will still needs to live, guys. He's, guys, please. He's went through that whole Mr. Noodles life. I can't go back stuff. to screen capping 10 things, man. It's just. You don't have to try to do that anymore. <laughs> I'm just on another level. I can't come down now. Um, but yeah, it was a great year, guys. It was a great year. You know, it sucks that it kind of has to end like this, but I don't think it takes away anything from the title. If, if anything, it actually makes you appreciate the title more because it's just hard, man. It's a once in a lifetime kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. Like 24 years, bro. Aside, were you even? Were you guys even alive? Were either of you guys even alive 24 years ago? Yeah, yeah. I'm 25. Oh, okay. I'm alive. Laker fan, but I was alive. I was like two years old in China. Like, didn't know anything about Raptors. Didn't know anything about basketball. Yao Ming hadn't even been made in the lab yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Stanley Johnson is he ready to play tonight? Hey, man. <laughs> let's talk about Stanley Johnson. Let's let's have a Stanley Johnson five minutes. Let's... All right. Uh, remember the time when uh, he <laughs> this guy well, he made a choke so sign to LeBron or something? Yo, or he said he, he said I'm in LeBron's head. <laughs> at 19 yo what a legend yo, oh, LeBron, yo that's actually the one thing we're definitely losing to the lakers next year regardless of how crap oh. lebron is gonna body us ah it's gonna be unfortunate you know oh man but i don't care we got a ring more recently than lebron did um so stanley johnson career 37 percent shooter from the field 29 percent from deep supposedly a three and d guy but i don't think he does Either that well, he defensively he's actually okay, I think. But and he's got a good build for it. like he's basically shaped like OG. But um, but yeah, I he's mean, OG. I, I I just I just hope that this guy can actually do something. What? But like honestly, the Raptors have no control of the situation either because he's on a two year deal, second year as a player option. So even if he has a great year, then chances are he's gonna get expensive. I don't know if the Raptors will resign him. So I I don't really know, but um. I mean, for depth-wise, I mean, now that you lose Danny and Kawhi on the wing, like, at least you get another guy who could fill in, kind of. But, like, I mean, I mean, that's a big downgrade. 37% is not inspiring at all. I mean, that's borderline. We need to, you know, completely change your mechanics and, and everything you do when you put that try and put that ball in the hoop because but, that's you bad. Know, Raptors shot doctors are pretty good, you know, Kawhi. Pascal did half of a shooting camp with us and learned how to shoot, kind of. Who knows? It doesn't matter, though. Who cares? Why are we talking about this? We got Matt Thomas, bro. Oh, yeah, that's right. We got Matt Thomas. 99%, baby. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> He's got two nines on me like Wayne Gretzky, baby. Matt Thomas, let's go. All right, yo, real talk. If, let's say the Raptors don't make any uh, moves to sort of dump pieces, which I think is unlikely. I think if the right deal comes along, Masai and, and Bobby got to be prudent about the whole thing. But let's say the Raptors keep everyone together for at least next season um, and they're reasonably healthy. What seed are they in the East? Oh, man. 
Yeah. I'd say their floor is, is at about, uh, I'd say, seven. Uh, if everyone's reasonably healthy, I'd say their floor is six because Lowry is just a perennial winner. And, mm. and I'm expecting him to maybe re- regress a little bit. But with the way Nick Nurse coaches and, and with the almost guarantee that he's going to be, his, his load is going to be managed and he's not going to play, you know, too often. I think the floor is six. The ceiling is probably three. I'd say three. Yeah, you're probably behind the Bucks and, and the 76ers by by a little bit of a gap. Yeah, like they're gonna win. A, the thing is, they're gonna win games early in the season off continuity, but they might yeah. also lose games early in the season off of hangover. Because like, who knows, yeah, man? True. Norm might show up like 20 pounds overweight. Uh, Mark Gasol may literally. Like yeah. just become a seven minute per game guy. I haven't actually seen Marcus Law since like the title parade, so like I, I don't know what's he doing. But I, I hope he's like well watching or whatever. But like he probably not even gonna get the news for another like two days. <laughs> that Kawhi's gone. He's like, ah oh, shit, why did I pick out that player option? <laughs> um, well, you know why? Twenty six million dollars. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that helps. That helps. You remember when that was thought of as, uh, hey, maybe that means Kawhi's gonna stay because why would he pick up his player option? And they're like, yeah, well, uh-huh. you know. Twenty six mil is twenty six mil. Anyway, um, I mean we're we're in the we're in the to yeah. answer your question, we'll we're we're quite comfortably in the second tier of the Eastern Conference, where I think of it like seventy sixers and bucks are in that top tier, mm. and then we're like in the Pacers range, and then just under that would be like the Miamis, Orlando's, man, Detroit's. Realistically he speaking, sucks, though, bro. If he came back, we would have guaranteed gone to the finals, guaranteed. Yeah. Realistically Guaranteed. speaking, though, I think one of Serge and Mark are going to get traded by the trade deadline. Sure, you might as well. Like, I just think I just just for salary purposes, they're going to get rid of them, get under the cap. Um, I don't know where they stand in terms of luxury tax. Are they they're over the luxury tax or under? They're under. They're under. They're, okay, so they're they over the cap, but under the luxury tax. Yeah, but I think they probably dump one of those two for space, so that that way they can you know price in the price in. Siakam extension, probably save a little bit of money. Chris Boucher, hey, we get Chris Boucher next year. We got Chris Boucher tonight, baby. Let's go. Raptors in Summer League. Who's going to be watching do, that? Baby? Who's going to be watching that? Me, because I'm a real one. And I'm I, do, I do hope Serge gets another year just because I enjoy Serge Ibaka, the personality. Same. And he clearly loves it here. And honestly, there are going to be so many nights where we can just go to Rolson. <laughs> Yeah, Serge might buy rolls up. <sighs> this is one of those man. times where I'm 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 looking at the 2020 free agent class already, and it's looking bleak. I mean, the Raptors have yeah. never been the type of team where they could sign stars outright from free agency. I mean, we'd have to get trades done, but oh man, yo, you know what's Loki? The worst part about all this yeah. is now that we don't have Kawhi, we can't actually deny Giannis from going to the finals, and so that oh. might hurt us. That might hurt us down the line. And Horford and Embiid will do it. We just gotta please. Someone man. send a dietitian to Embiid's house, bro. Please get him some hand sanitizer, like, bro. Yo, how many times did he get? How did? You, how could you possibly get sick that many times? Man? No, no, don't worry, don't worry. In we're gonna week. send Kyle. We're gonna send Kyle Lowry to Philly as a send off, and he'll make sure that. Oh man, Giannis never gets to the finals. That'd be sick, actually. Because Philly with Kyle Lowry would make the NBA finals. Like, there's no question about that. Like he yeah, just averaged twenty points against the Bucks. Like he he would he would tear them up again. No thought makes me more emotional than a Kyle Lowry return game in Toronto. Man, 
Come on, man. Like, Jamar's return game, even that was emotional, it's fine, but, like, a Kyle Lowry return game would kill me. Just keep this in the DM, man. Please, come on. (laughs) Don't don't, don't make people sad. Don't make thousands of people sad, man. What's what's wrong with you? Uh, God. Hey, well, this is the best day to do it. Just dump it all today. Yeah, I guess. No, but continue to follow Raptor content, okay? To the same degree. Keep that same Raptor (laughs) energy. Um, I think that does it for the podcast. This thing is sad enough. Kawhi, thank you for everything. We wish you the best of luck in Los Angeles. It sucks that you didn't pick us, but, you know, we appreciate the title. Um, Asad, Sahal, get some sleep. Try to take your minds off this whole thing. And, uh, and yeah, there'll be more podcasts. Actually, there'll be more podcasts tonight because I will literally be watching and covering Summer League. So make sure you go watch that. You got to see what Matt Thomas and, you know, Dewan Hernandez look like. But, um, like, actually what they look like because no one's actually seen them before. So let's see that. And, um, and yeah. We'll catch you guys next time. Goodbye, Kawhi. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.